Shut up and sit down. What the heck is cyclocross? First thing you need to know about cyclocross is that it's a lot of fun. It takes place in the fall and winter months. The races are less than 60 minutes, and they're usually held on a two to three kilometer track, which is great because your family, friends, and eventually your fans can see a lot of racing from one vantage point out on the course. You'll be on your bike, you'll be off your bike, you'll be riding through sand pits, the weather's right, you'll be racing in the mud. How could I forget to mention the bicycle is a good invention? Sitting there in a silent movie beside the only girl who really ever knew me. And now, a bunch of last place Freds who specialize in disappointing their moms for getting an F for effort. I present to you Matley Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von During. I hope you enjoy the show anyhow. As for you, you're going way too slow to have that much slobber on your face. Pick up the pace already. Hello and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am here today with Lance Hepler. Self-confessed Shammy Smither. <laughs> I can't even say it right. I'm trying to make fun of myself, and oh. I can't even say it right. Shammy Sniffer. Lance Romance. Like wow. Luke. I butchered that. I actually like the Shammy Smither better. I think we're going to go with that. I'm not even sure what that is. Is this like, is this like know, sniffing glue? The sad thing is I've been practicing that all day, and I still butchered it. <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Von Deering, and today I'm here with Lance Hepler. Self-confessed chammy sniffer, hey. Lance Romance. <laughs> we're, we're keeping that first part still, right? Oh. <laughs> Just roll with the whole stupid thing. <laughs> it stays. It sticks. Evan Price, I'm how not, are you? I'm not even going to back that up. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> going to Matt. And Mr. Matt Legrand. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of the interwebs? Yeah. It's been a little while since uh, we've uh, sat at the table, even though we were uh, yeah. in our normal scheduled slot next, last week, yeah. but it's been almost two weeks since we've uh, sat down together. You know what? I missed you guys. Yeah. Oh, I missed this. Oh, yeah. Likewise. Yep. Last, Monday, last Monday was not the same. <laughs> it was not the same. same. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's nice having this as like the, you know, it's the highlight of the week. It's like something to look forward to. It's awesome having like the sit around and hang. Yeah, we'll have to share some screenshots of our little text threads that we have with each other. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's uh, let's kick off for backpedal. Let's get everybody caught up. And I'm just going to go around to my right here. Lance, how was your week? My week sucked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> so there you go, Jake. High, high five, Lance. All right, <laughs> I'll give you the high five on yeah. that. This is and the first time Lance has had a suck week. It's, it's, it's the first this, time. Is a, this is a bold face lie because I saw Somebody your Instagram took, and uh, you that, like that, made new friends in Las Vegas. True, but but all of that stuff is all that, that the happy stuff. That's all the online social media presence to make right. people think that my life is perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, um... Last Monday, we we took my daughter to drop her off for school. Waterworks, and and, yeah, and I I have been I I, I got to be honest. I have been looking forward to this for years. This is our last kid. You know, everybody else, the other two have gone off to college, so we're taking our last kid. It's going to be this this you know freedom and you know this party <laughs> for me and my wife that we are empty nesters. And we got there, and we dropped her off. And once we were done, but it it was terrible. And we like we drove home. It was like six hour drive home. We drove home in silence, staring at each other, 
crying <laughs> that we that we just dropped our daughter off. It, it was it was significantly harder than I anticipated. Yeah, I have been fooling myself that it was oh, going to be man. this big, you know, relief right. party, and um, it it wasn't. I'm gonna have to come up with something where it's like. You know, we have something where it's like you drop off the last kid and it's going to be something like, okay, we're driving somewhere. Right. And we don't know where. So <laughs> we, we have to, to go figure that. Something. No, it's like you have to talk to each other and figure that out. And it's yeah. going to be something like vineyard tour or something like, or <laughs> right. like, I don't know. Or, right. or because you can't decide until after you dropped off the kid. It's going to be something creative where it's like, well, we're going to have to talk about it and we're going to go do something random and it's going to be adventure. Yeah. I don't know. You should I, have just I'm, stopped in the middle of the enchantments on the way back and just gotten lost. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's, so that was a little unexpected. That's not oh. that's not the way I anticipated last week going. I yeah. thought it was going to be party week. Yeah, and it it wasn't. It was it was, it was really hard. It was not romance week. It no. was sad week. It was sad. sad week. Week. This is good because I feel like every backpedal. It's like glorious, glorious, <laughs> glorious, right. glorious, that's glorious. Right. sad. Yeah, <laughs> finally. We it's, got good. it's good because, because everyone's just going to be like, yeah, he did 400 miles of epic rides again. Big <laughs> whoop-de-doo. We're going to see the real Lance, Lance yeah. Hebler here. I mean, this is, this is a very real side of Lance. Yeah. I, I was supposed to ha- like take a bit of a rest week, and right. it really wasn't that much of a rest week still because that was the, that was like my one reprieve is that yeah. I could get on my bike and go. Yeah hurt myself somewhere well yeah and we and we talked about this like well traveling isn't exactly a recovery no. week. even if you're you know even if you drop your mileage in half you know and you're traveling and stuff like that it's still a lot so. and the air quality was terrible yeah. because yeah. of the fires in british Everywhere. columbia and whatnot yeah. so yes. it was it was all a little bit crazy yeah for anybody not from this region listening it is just smoky as heck here over yeah. the last what did you guys say last 10 days now eight days well, over the yeah. weekend it was okay it's like the winds yeah. changed and so we had a, a reprieve and then it's back yeah. with yeah. a vengeance <laughs> so when, when i was in eastern washington um i did do a couple of rides and we uh, we had an over-under last week on how many KOMs I would get yep. while I was there. Okay. And take a guess how many I got. I forget. What was Zero. Up? Oh, oh seriously? No. Oh, I was wrong. Because you were doing a whole bunch of... <laughs> yeah, we you were doing routes it. in Las Vegas, man. There's like there's well, some serious no, studs. No, I'm just talking about the ones the in Pullman, Eastern Washington. The Pullman rides. Oh. Yeah. The Pullman oh. rides. Yeah. You get oh. your butt back out there, my friend. I know. I was, I was like... I was all sad. <laughs> I was all sad and depressed and writing, and I, I, I took, I got second place on one mm. segment. That was it. So it just. Wasn't well, but you also good. had to carry a bunch of boxes in for your daughter's stairs yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah, but we that, can make excuses for you. Yeah, yeah. please make excuses. I'll, I'll make for excuses me. over here for it you. It was all, it was all emotional baggage. <laughs> there you go. That's what it was. My head wasn't clear. When you're crying, it's hard to push hard on That's the bike. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to turn that. Not that sadness in into there. anger, and I just couldn't turn it into <laughs> anger. It's hard to corner through the tears. <laughs> I you can't know? see. I'm trying to wipe <laughs> under my glasses. Oh, oh, no. Sad trombone was definitely slowing <laughs> you down. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but then I, I got home and I went to, to Las Vegas for four days with okay. uh, my buddies. It was way too hot there, but it's Vegas in August. What Wait, do you expect? Is this your buddies that are fantasy football? Yeah, okay. so okay. we had our fantasy football draft. Did That's you talk about the shaving thing? 
Uh, yes. So okay. I'm. I was off the hook. They did oh. not hold me down. Oh. Okay. So I didn't get dry shaved. For people that are new to our <laughs> podcast, uh, Lance has a group of people. One of the bets that they do for their fantasy football league is like the loser has to shave their legs, and then sometimes they kind of nullify the bet or whatever it is. So this is just our, you know a little bit of back. If you go back and listen to some of the podcast, you'll hear all about it. Lance does not shave his legs, unlike the rest of us. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a constant source of humor for us, for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, you are filled in. We're we're, we're gonna have to come up with some bet at oh, yeah. some point that's gonna be ironclad and that will involve the shaving of legs. Well, coincidentally, I do shave my head, my face, my whole body, <laughs> my groin, my arms. I just don't shave my legs. Right. <laughs> right. It's you know people on the podcast they don't they don't know video they don't <laughs> see it. They can't and, tell. Um, yeah, he is completely hairless except for his legs. <laughs> yeah. Legs. So and his legs look like a gorilla pair, a pair He's of gorilla like legs. Shining so. over here actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. The, the lights are gleaming off of his bald head and it's uh, quite painful and distracting. Uh, it's, it's all not true. Sorry. No. No. no, yeah, so I had a good time. They did decide that, you know, if you take last place in, in fantasy football, you usually get the first pick in okay. the draft the next there year. So um, next year, if you want the first pick, you have to get waxed. Oh. You have to get your okay. legs waxed. So that's so, kind of so. If somebody is completely against the leg waxing, they just they can it. opt out and they won't that's get good. the first pick. I like so. That. Does that default you to second pick or do you go back to the no, to the you, very bottom? You get to the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go to the bottom. Wow. You should have it like tiered yeah. down. Like if you if you wax you get first, if you yeah, like, go, right. like something down, you get second, third, <laughs> and all the way down. <laughs> so it, it, we're just trying to make the league fun and interesting. Yeah. We don't play for money. We just Perfect. play for. Bragging rights and trophies right. and pride. pride. Yeah. <laughs> so Ego and pride. <laughs> but yeah, while I was there, um, I, I did do a couple of rides. Um, I woke up real early one morning and hooked up with a couple of guys and thought we were doing 70 or so miles with like 5,000 feet of climbing, which I, which I was prepared for. And it ended up being 101 and 9,000 feet of climbing. Wow. So it was a way bigger ride. <laughs> so than were I you just short on water for the most part? We, we stopped a couple places. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Lance it, is like developing into this climber. Slowly, oh no. slowly but surely, he is developing into a pretty solid. And you met these climber. people on Strava or how no. did you? Uh, my buddy um, who lives there, Ryan, okay. um, he knew some people in town right. and said, Hey, can my friend come ride with you? And they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. The, the first question: Does he shave his legs? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, if they're planning this big, long, difficult ride, and yeah. you have no idea what's going to show up, am sure. I going to show up with a did you with did a you bike know their rack fitness? and a yeah. suitcase on the back of my yeah. bike? Did you know how fast they were going? I knew into they it? were training for Lodija. That's okay. all I knew. Got it. So they were. Did planning. you show up with like a huffy or something like that? And they're like, <laughs> I was on my decent bike. I should have showed up on. I've been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Right. I should have showed up on my friend's bike, which yeah. is he's six three, so it's like way too big for me, and it's got a triple chain ring yes. on the front. It's got like, as you stack, yeah, as you roll in, like, like hey, oh, should I shake, are shake we ready it up to go? <laughs> I'm wearing a backpack or something. Make sure oh, to throw yeah. your chain as you come into the group too, and be like, oh man, and then <laughs> ask for help every time. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, anyone help me with this? Get a little help here. Are we ready to go? All right, wait, don't, I need to fill my water bottle. Don't worry, that's that's why I still have the. Uh, uh, the the pro, chain protector or whatever that's on there that's yeah. <laughs> happens oh, all man. the time. Uh, I could use a little help with this chain here. Help me, a little help, guys. A little help. 
it ended up being a really good ride. Um, there was actually we did a climb up um, Mount Charleston, okay. which is the big proving grounds there in yeah. Las Vegas area. It's a twenty mile climb. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so it's, it's a big, style. Yeah, yeah, big long climb. Was it fun? Yeah, it was. It was great. Uh, we had a really good time. Everybody stuck together really well. Um, nice. Yeah. So it, were it was, those guys pretty solid? Yeah, they were solid. Good. Yeah, they're fun to ride. With. I was afraid, you know, because I'm not that good of a climber. I was afraid that I would just get dusted on right. this 20 mile climb, and then they would just be like, you know, irritated that I was still there. But <laughs> well, it helps you be the case. You're, I, you're uh, strong right now. So yeah. did you land some? Uh, once or twice. That's, yeah, that's the yeah. question. That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> not on the big long climb, but on every other little punch or climb. Yes, of course. There you go. Nice. <laughs> it's a solid like rollier. That French term. I just probably butchered that that pronunciation. But rollier is, is what Lance is developing into really yeah. well. Yeah. So I did that, and then I did another ride where. Um, there's like one main place where everybody rides in Vegas. It's it's called Red Rocks or yeah. Blue Diamond. It's, that, it's yeah. you know that, that's you go out on a Saturday. There was literally 500 people out there yeah. riding. There's a ton of people riding. So I went to do that early early Saturday morning, and um, I'm halfway through the ride, and my buddies all call me and say, "Hey, we're going for a hike. Okay. You need to meet us at the trailhead." And I'm like, "I'm." 10 miles away from right. that you're gonna have to wait a half an hour for me to get there and so they, they what they did is they drove out to me and i got to practice my hanging on to a car yes <laughs> did you really that's awesome yes. oh my god how fast so, how so fast we blasted up a hill at like 37 miles an hour with yeah. me hanging so on you, awesome. you did get a couple KOMs. <laughs> i this got week. like five KOMs on it <laughs> i had to go back and <laughs> remove <laughs> the ride from any leaderboards because yeah. You know the segments have like eight thousand people who have attempted it, oh, so and I some just like, yeah, there's some pro with that. Yeah, KOM. And Lance just, Hepler just stole it at 37 miles an hour, right. going up a 10 percent grade. <laughs> I just I just blew it away by a minute. Yeah, you know, by 60 seconds, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, because as we're going along the the road, and I'm hanging on, and we're just going past group after group, and they're all like, "What are you doing? What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> As I'm holding on to the car, blasting up the road. I'm sure they're like, Those, that guy's cheating on Strava. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, every single I, person checked their Strava right, right after that. They're like, Who's this the, guy? I needed to take off my dial kit because yeah. I had totally. my dial kit on. It's a good thing we don't have any team members in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so those rides were fun, and we did a great hike out there too. And nice. so I had, I, you know, that stuff. So it started off really bad, and then it, it, it went from around. sad to glad. It went from sad to glad. <laughs> anyway, once again, I rattle on about my own life for like 15 minutes. So yeah, that's a backpedal. That's, back that's, that's hey. a normal backpedal. Normal backpedal. <laughs> hour and a pretty, half. Pretty sure, pretty sure that's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all here too much about himself. 14 right. minutes later. Okay. Yeah, see? Here we go. Hey, let's have an emotional week, okay? There were a lot of ups and downs. Got him up right. He's crying on the microphone right now. Got him a break. Hey, it's all right, Lance. I'll give you some of my time because I ain't got much to report. <laughs> Evan, how was your past week, bud? So I raced in Cleveland at the national championship. Yeah. And I finally had a good race yes. this year. Just finally put it together. Thank perfect, God. Perfect timing. I know. I couldn't have timed that much better. Right. That was, I think that was, I, I was talking to somebody. I think that was the fastest I've ever been on a day before by a lot. Now we had I don't a, think I've been close to we that We had before. an over-under on whether you would be 
twentieth yeah. so, or better overall. So, so so I have to address this. So I missed yeah. that by what two slots? I think I was like twenty second. I want to say. So now in my division, I was sixth. Sixth in your division. Sixth in my overall division. out in the whole nation. So here's right. here's what happened: is the early wave and i'm sure so i have okay, friends so this at, is an olympic have, distance triathlon, triathlon. yes okay. so so i have and this is i i really do believe i've heard people say they believe this is a more competitive amateur race than kona just okay. the, the the speed that comes in this race is out of this world there are bona fide pros there top i mean and all over the top 50 splayed all over the top 50 and the the way the waves laid out this year really made for i think an unfair race and i'll and i'll speak for the guys who were in the top three in my division who are all guys who should have been in the top five overall oh. like they're that level of speed wow. and they always have been i mean uh todd buckingham one of the guys there is uh defending national or was a national champion and what happened was the 30 to 34 year old men went off at i want to say it was before 8 a.m early yeah. That's water weird. water they, was not chopped like, i'm surprised they didn't keep the the age groups a little yes. bit like more realistic like if you're gonna do it start with the you know 70 and like you know i mean like start yep. a certain way and then work your way so that you know you have those 30 year old the guys winning the, are in yeah. all roughly in the same roughly, condition as close as you can yeah, right yes exactly so not completely opposite sides of I exactly it's weird that they did that it it's, it was and it was kind of an issue afterwards because now, I have friends in that 30, 34 age group, and they are fast guys. I am yeah. not taking anything away from those guys. No. Those guys fly. They're fast. Well, but they, if you look at the swim times, exactly. yeah. it was, I mean, it was so, I'll use Nick Noon as an example. Okay. He is in the 18 to 24 age group, I believe. I think I could, yes, yes, 18 to 24. He is a amazing swimmer. Very, very, very fast swimmer. Mm-hmm. And the kid did not. I don't think he had the top swim split. And I think the top swim split came out of the thirty to thirty-four, if I remember came, right. Came in an earlier wave right. when yes. the water was not choppy. Yeah, and he had and he had a bunch of guys in that age group swimming close to his time. And I mean, those are fast swimmers, but they're not as fast. Like, yeah, we were swimming in what I would consider to be ocean water at that point. Oh, it really chopped up. Yeah, and on a really somber note. There was someone who died later yeah, in the day. That's what which I, th- I thought I saw. Very that. sad. Yeah, yeah. Very, just very was sad. A, an elderly girl. Well, yeah, he was stage like seventy five. I, I think is what I, I was think told. I yeah, think he was. Yeah, he was. He he was a little bit older, but it was. I mean, those waters were so choppy. You had <clears throat> I I got a couple texts from friends of mine the night before saying like, "Hey, heard the water's really bad. Like, don't let it get in your head." And those actually really helped me because yeah. going into that, like, if I was to say what would be my worst possible conditions for a race i would have told you uh the water's going to be super choppy and that was exactly what and it wasn't just choppy it was waves i mean you you were swimming through waves so we were watching like the live results and and not this is you know it's going to come off sounding like i'm a complete jerk which i am but uh i was like everyone was like oh man evan's doing great and i'm like what's with the swim yeah. i was oh, like he either yeah. went off course on the swim or something you know something happened in you the know, swim my, my, your si- times weren't. my sighting couldn't have been any better i no, actually hit fine. the boobies each time yeah. luckily for me i came out of the water next to guys that i knew were faster swimmers than me right so well, I, I i at least got that mental boost coming out of the water like okay you know today's not completely abandoned right so yeah. it's just three to five minutes oh, it's yeah. like a lot oh of God, time yeah. uh, i mean I mean, probably the, the, five minutes is about, I think, know. I think the top swim was like 24 minutes. I mean, this oh, is at the national championship. Yeah, like no, usually no. the top swim at the national championships, like 18 flat. Yeah. So it was, it, the swim definitely played a factor, but 
So the swim is rough. Yeah. But come did. out. But guess what? Get on the bike. the bike. I also dead sprinted through transition. Did you? Yeah. It was it was a long run up through transition. I was like, I'm going to gain as much time as I can. I'm not taking this easy. So yeah. I, I decided <laughs> that entire race, I was not thinking about strategy for a second. It was every single second I could go faster, I was going to go faster. Like, I wasn't sitting there thinking, like, oh, I'm saving anything. <laughs> it was just like, I plan on dying as soon as I hit the finish line. So I was like, How, however I yeah. need to get there is how I'm going to get there. So, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I, that, bike, that worked for me. You get on the bike. Yeah. I <laughs> bike, bike. Yeah. Bike. bike. <laughs> and so, let's get to the bike. So, here's, here's the thing for this podcast. I like, I, I, I've been telling Lance, I've been loving cycling lately. I have never had that much fun on a bike in the Really? Race. I got on, and you know those days when you can't feel the pedals? Uh-huh. I didn't feel the pedal the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't think my heart rate crested like 150 that entire time, and I was pushing Jeez. as hard as I could. Yeah, that's why just race time. bikes. Just race yeah. bikes. Honestly, yeah. about the pesky water stuff. At the, end of that race, at the end of that race, I was like, what was my favorite part? Oh, it was when I was on the bike. Why don't uh-huh. I just go ahead and do that? <laughs> it's just that easy. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> no. But no. it was, um, I, I moved through the field really, really Crushed well on the bike. the bike. Yeah. You were one of the top bike times overall. Third or fourth, I think. I mean, there's some right serious there. cyclists there. It was a yeah. 56 and change bike split, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah. That is smoking fast and, for 40K. And it was not, so after the race, people were saying, oh, that bike course was tough. For me, it was if you came from a cycling bathroom, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like no. a lead yeah. me. If you came from a cycling background, you loved that bike course. Cause right. it was, had a couple technical turns, but right. you could still hit them like in the arrows. If you were really okay. like, you wanted to be dicey and it was just rolling enough that it would take the legs from some of the runners. So for right. me, I knew right when I got out of the water, there were a couple guys who wanted to stay with me. I know, I know they did just cause I knew where we were in the field. Yeah. And we hit this one hill and put them away. Oh, I, I mean that, that was like, those hills were perfectly built to where if you wanted to hit the bike hard, you could just sail over them. Nice. So the wheels you had though were heavy cause you barred those. Uh, those wheels were fast though. Yeah. And guess whose wheels those were? Well, Matt Legrand's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those were fast wheels, Matt. Those I was trying really to were. calculate it with Derek. I was like, I think this is going to like his, his bike time was faster and he was like 20 Watts lower. So, so yeah. Evan borrowed my wheels and then Derek is another friend of ours who borrowed my wheels so it's just like it's been passed yeah. around you know nice i know now around. now you have to take my envies from me and, and oh, give him a shot there you go yeah but yeah uh, coming coming off the bike i definitely could feel that i had saved watts i really worked on my own position this year you didn't feel it didn't feel sketchy having like a big disc no. or anything like that yeah not no, even even with the wind having picked up there a little bit i actually liked the wind because i think yeah, it, it exactly. was harder for some be. of the other guys yeah, yeah wind should be better for you when you have aerodynamic wheels as long as the front wheel is not getting away from you basically. exactly so exactly so, so. we Came off the bike. Um, I knew I was in good position, and because uh, I had actually seen Todd Buckingham at the bike turn around, wow, pretty. Nice. I, I yeah. knew I was close. I, mean, I knew I couldn't run him down, but I knew that yeah. I was towards the front of the field then. Yeah. So got off. You did not go easy on the bike, but no. yet you hopped on the run. And I mean that that run was a hard run, right. and I was lucky enough that my legs felt great the whole time. It's crazy. It, it was. Yeah. There was like, that was a really technical hard run if you weren't having a good day because it was this right. two loop course that goes through this park and it's winding the whole time it has like five turnarounds six turnarounds total i think yeah and you hit these one very long hill twice and one short hill twice so it was a lot of up down a lot of turning mm-hmm. but for for me i liked it because it really broke up the run i felt like guys who weren't on their best day were really hurting on that run course. 36 so, 36 30 or something 36, like 30? that yeah. wow yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, mm-hmm. 
you're good at all three sports, which makes me sick, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. swim. <laughs> well, no, but so did you feel like you moved up the field the whole time? Were you passing people the whole yeah. time pretty much? Okay. Yeah. That's, um, that's actually, well, no. So did actually, you pass I, on the run? I got on the run in fifth okay. and I got passed once and that okay. was it. Yeah. And that, so I got passed by, um, and this was just in my division overall, I was passing people on the run, yeah, but, yeah. um, in my division, this guy, oh, I forget his name, Mick Williams. I forget his first name. He fl- he had the number one run split on the okay. day. He caught me at like mile two. 34, probably. He ran 33 flat. Oh, and on man, that course, solid. on solid. that course, that guy on a fast round course is probably 31, 32. Yeah. And he passed me probably and I was like. Collegiate running background, probably. Uh, I, I think he ran at Clemson from what I heard. Okay. But I, as soon as he goes by me i kind of have this thought in my head i'm like oh okay let's try and stay with him for a second that thought hard, lasted yeah. maybe a half mile <laughs> no i still i still <laughs> think nope. you should do it i still <laughs> yeah. think like so in track and field lance you know can attest to this is like if you get lapped in a 10k or something yeah. like that it's like they're faster than you they're way faster than you but guess what like get on their back and yep. just try just try yep. Dang, just, there's nothing else that you was can do. right I, I i honestly think i i hear so many people talk about triathlon race strategy mm-hmm and for me, I was at that level of race. Everybody there is not on their A game. There's right. not a single person not tapering for that race. You get there, you better be ready to like redline the entire time. If you bust, okay. If you don't, you have the best race day of your life. Like yeah. that's you know you you do one of two <laughs> things there. So so you got to be happy with that. You got to oh, yeah. be happy. It was it was it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. So after the race, mm-hmm. you, wait are, wait. Did you shave your arms for it? Oh, I shaved my arms. Okay, for it. <laughs> <laughs> the arms were shaved. We talked about that yes. last week. Yes, you did shave your the arms. The arms were absolutely shaved yeah. for it. Yeah, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> I was embarrassed for myself. I look ridiculous with shaved arms. Yeah, faster. Yeah, Way faster. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Damn also, months. on a on a side note, Cassie did great. Did she? I didn't mm-hmm. get much of a report on how she did. Was she pretty happy with her time? I yeah. saw her yesterday. And it's and it's a good thing she's a strong swimmer because I feel like a lot of people coming to that race were so scared of that swim, but she was fine with it. Okay, yeah. so Cassie's one of our friends for those of you guys who don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and she is, she uh, she's on the dialed cycling triathlon team, also went to age group nationals. Yep. And I think that's, I mean, this is kind of like her first triathlon season. Yeah. She's doing great. She 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 had raced some triathlon last year, but this was her first year at Age Group yeah. Nationals. Yeah. yeah, she's doing excellent. So, yeah, my mom raced too. She did oh. awesome. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, awesome. she killed it again. She always kills it. <laughs> Your yeah, mom. That's cool. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> that is cool. She's like. Yeah on her oh she's she's gonna get so apparently she got mad at me for saying that she's on her way to 60 but she basically is she's like 58 so yeah. okay that's like on your way to 60 right yeah we got to come up with uh some your mom was so fast i jokes. know yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> yes but yeah it was an awesome weekend yeah, Fun well, coming back congratulations you. Yeah, man. thank yeah, you guys Congrats. appreciate it awesome. appreciate it mr matt how was your uh, week bud? busy yeah so um, I spent some time up on Mount Hood and did some filming stuff, which was super cool. I'm hoping to like have something to talk about as far as like that stuff goes, maybe in a couple weeks or so, and I'll definitely talk about it on the podcast. Um, but uh, you know, just uh, hung out with a whole bunch of fast guys and and filmed some stuff up there on Mount Hood, and then um, let's see, I. Uh, had some friends come into town. They had this like ride called like Ride Around Clark County, which um, for you guys that don't know where we are, uh, Portland, Oregon, we're just north of that. And that area is car- called Clark County. It's Southern Washington. Uh, and they have this big loop and it's like, you know, there's all these different distances for this particular ride. It's like, I think they have like 30, 50, 60 and 100. Uh, and we were like, okay, we'll do the 100. We're not in good shape, but let's just do it anyway or whatever. And, and um, 
we get started and I was actually riding with some of the dial guys like Whitney and Brian and some other guys and they were like yeah we're gonna go easy and I was like yeah okay uh, and they, <laughs> they were go easy they were mo- they, I think they were they, for them it was conversational and uh, for us we were like okay these guys are moving pretty well um, but like luckily I flatted like really <laughs> really early on I guess if Whitney's listening, you just, you guys just went on without me. Thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so we flatted and I like, there was some like kind of like sharp staple thing and I couldn't get it out of my tire. I literally pulled it out with my teeth. Oh, I, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like JP, who's my buddy that came from Seattle to ride with me. I was like, give me your pliers. <laughs> like, you know, one has pliers, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it worked when I pulled it out with my teeth and it was fine or whatever. I didn't swallow it. I guess that's good. That's very uh, Alabama of you, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Roll tide. Uh, so, um, yeah, so, you know, changed the flat and I was like, you know what? Like, we're right by my house. Let me just swing in and grab, because this was like, I had passed like three people that had flats and then like, um, like at, right after that flat, I passed another like three people that were all flatted and there was so much glass on the course. It was just weird. There was a lot of flats. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like we're, we're it's not going to cost us any time. Let's just stop by my house. We'll grab some food and we'll grab, I'll switch the gator skins on that. Like yeah. I had a pair of wheels. So all I had to do was just swap out the wheels. So we did that. And as we were doing that, I was like, uh, JP, your wheels like really low. And he's like, no, I pumped it up to 120. And I was like, First of all, 120, that's really high. What? Second of all, <laughs> Didn't like... did he listen to the last podcast? Yes, right. <laughs> uh, watch yeah, your conversation. <laughs> yeah, I have a video about it. You can watch it. Uh, no, but like, I was looking, I mean, you know, you can kind of see where it's like, you know, and he was like, he checked it out and he was like, yep, there's glass in here. And I was like, oh, great. So he swapped out his wheel at my house or whatever. So it was good to kind of stop. Then we go another like, I don't know, 20 miles or so. And he's like, oh, I got stung by something. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. And uh, we move on and we get to the next like rest stop. His face oh, was like no. I, I was actually really scared. I was like, "Your throat, your throat's <laughs> oh, gonna, no. your throat's gonna close up." And like, we're. Go- I mean, I, I really was like, "We need to go to the hospital." Like, your like his whole face was really it was large. Really swelling. It was pretty scary. So um, <laughs> that was out in Hawkinson, and luckily, like, he got some like Benadryl and some other stuff, and like we kept biking for a little while. But I was like, "We're not gonna do a hundred, buddy. Let's just let's." You know, and it was kind of like that, like we can do it. And then I was like, ah, we should be, we should play it safe. Like yeah. your face is, not, your face is my case. <laughs> <laughs> it is not, this is not good. Also uh, biking on Benadryl. Probably. <laughs> I mean, and it was like, he like double dosed on the Benadryl too. He did like topical and like oral. And then it was like, uh, I don't know how much you're taking, buddy. What but do you think you would have blown on a, on a, I don't know. on a test? <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was thinking like, we probably need to find a doctor or something. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we, kind of called that one a little bit early i think we i got 68 miles and which is fine right yeah. it's fine it was good and um it was a cool event man uh there was i, I there was a thousand riders there and i'm pretty sure um, a thousand riders thousand, that's awesome. usually what they have and yeah. and i was like yeah most of this is dialed cycling team there was a lot <laughs> out there it was crazy it was yeah. crazy i was like uh oh my gosh this is i mean it was like I every saw other person. On my on my run Saturday, yeah. okay, Saturday that was, morning. I saw you, I yelled at you. Oh, oh, that was yes, yes. Yeah, did you oh, see, I do remember seeing that. Um, that's where everybody was going. I saw all these bikes. I was like, this is I mean, I'm used in this region, you're used to seeing a lot of bikes out on Saturday morning. Right. But this was I was like a thousand, yeah. We're seeing a ton of bikes out here. This I said morning. something like, You sexy bad who <laughs> I <laughs> I thought somebody you said were, yeah. You were looking Matt. good. I couldn't help it. <laughs> 
You know what's funny is I did not know that that was you. Yeah, I just Evan, I was like, oh, okay. Helmet, bike. <laughs> Evan was feeling really great. I know. I was feeling so good about myself. Was calling him sexy, and now yeah. it just turned out to be mad. Yeah. 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 Dang it. A real, a real letdown. That's okay. Yeah. I'll still take it. I'll still okay. take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but had yeah, there, your leg. There were so many dial jerseys out there. Oh, my saw gosh. It was so crazy. many coming by. That yeah. was right before I flatted, I think. So it was pretty early. And it was, yeah, there were so many people. They were just changing their tires and changing wheels there actually was i, I passed a woman on the road oh. and i told her i'd bring my bike back for her, but yeah. she was gone by the time i got back yeah. there was so. a big uh group that did the whole century on saturday yep. and then another group that did the portland yes. century on well, sunday whitney was one of those he yeah was like, i'm gonna that, do the portland they did him back to back he's like i'm gonna go easy so i can do portland i was like oh <laughs> yeah, right. i wish you i wish you were going easy and the portland one had a bit more climbing than the yeah. right around clark county yeah. did. Well, that's so like cool. yeah that's just another tuesday and wednesday yeah i, I was gonna say yeah yeah that's it just was. pretty typical in the training plan. <laughs> I was really bummed. I, I wasn't was, in town, actually. Uh, I you know this how it weekend. feels. Yeah. I, yeah. I would do those centuries with you, but I don't want to cut back my mileage. Back-to-back <laughs> 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 back, back, back centuries. Um, yeah, so uh, so I did that, and then you know I was fine Like after that, which I haven't been training much, so I was a little bit worried. But then the next morning, I woke up early enough, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, just going to go out and do – there's this Columbia River triathlon. Uh, oh, yeah. And so I, I – I, you know, I don't – not to sound like a jerk, but I kind of like get into these triathlons for free because I volunteer a lot and stuff like that. And it's like, I, I was like, I get, you know, I sign up for a whole bunch of them and then, um, I just don't worry about it if I don't do it. And, uh, and so I kind of was like, Oh, I'm signed up for it. I'm awake. I'm just going to like, you know, throw the bike in the car and go over there. And, um, I, I had a lot of fun. Like I just went out there and I knew I wasn't going to run cause my calves been bugging me or whatever. So I was going to just, uh, swim and bike and then just drop out of the run as usually I'll like swap over to the, um, the aqua bike like I did in previous yeah. races. Uh, but I was like, eh, it's not worth the effort. So yeah. I, I went out there and I it was way more competitive. So last year I won this race and this year it was way more competitive. Like I swam hard cause why not? Yeah. And, uh, and I was with the scrappers, I went out hard and there were people like zigzagging all over the place in front of me. I was like, I tried to pass on the right and this people was just like, they're biking for, I don't know where they're going. They're biking a different direction. And then I tried, I was like, okay, well I'll pass on the other side. This guy's going the wrong way. So, and then all of a sudden they would change directions and like, it was the most ridiculous thing. And then all of a sudden you, you know, you lose all these people eventually that are just yeah. crazy swimmers. And, uh, but it was way more competitive this year. Just yeah. like a lot of, you know, good triathletes this finally region, showed up. This region is becoming fast. It's, it's good. It's fun well, to see. It's, it's, it's really a lot of fun it's, to see. It's good. You know, we've talked about on this, you know, on this podcast before, like, you know, do you ever like find a race that's, you know, like a give me or whatever? Right. And it's like, yeah, of course, you know, like, you know, you go do a race that you can win or whatever. And this was not that race anymore. Those are like disappearing. Around. Yeah, those yeah. are disappearing these days. Yeah. So um, one of my new friends who's new in town, uh, Nate, uh, who I've been swimming with, is he must, I mean, he swam well, I guess. Um, I think it was maybe third out of the water or something like that. And then crushed the bike and um, set a new course record. Oh, wow. Which is a shame. He, I think he even, yeah. he snagged some sort of those Those everyman, those everyman it, jack guys. They're, it was a, they're yep, fast. He's an everyman jack they guy. Fast. And uh, I got that email the next day or whatever, where it's like, Uh-oh. your course record is gone. And uh, <laughs> it was good. You know, he, he, there was actually a guy in second place that went 34 minutes in the 10K and was like running was him down. Yeah. Uh, but it was really cool. So after my bike ride, which was not great, not beautiful, um, 
I just like came in off, you know, on the bike and I grabbed my camera and I turned around and biked out with my camera and people were like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm dropping out. I'm done. Here's my number. Then they were like, <laughs> then they were like, good idea. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I went and just took, you know, took some photos and videos and stuff like that. It was super fun. Um, and then today I packed up the family and we went to Mount Hood again uh, and just took the family out and I swam in the lake up there at Mount Hood, yep. Timothy Lake, which was super cool. Ran a little bit, which is good. Cats feel good? Yeah, they felt fine. I was actually running with my eight-year-old kid, so was not too intense. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think, you know, I think things will start to come around and, you know, it's kind of like start to slowly think about Ironman Canada next summer. There so, I mean, so there much time, go. so much time and oh, I'm yeah. just going to kind of start figuring that that game we'll, plan out we'll so. be able to way way over analyze that on this totally. and just get torn apart totally. we, should, we should share our training plan yeah. so people can just tear them apart oh lance, yeah. just save yeah. me lance lance save we're, me we're, we're, we're down the, the deep uh, triathlon hole we'll, Jake. we'll, we'll go down oh, that man. hole later that's okay yeah. we'll, we'll swing it over yeah when you're in aero position is, is your head faster, when you tuck your head like this like or this. is it faster like this or like this faster like this like this faster like, like this where do you put your I, fingers oh. we need to end this right yeah Ask the triathletes. Jake, Jake, please save us by giving us your back pedal. (laughs) You see what happens when we we don't get together for 10 days. We've got like all these things we want to talk about with each other. We're meeting every two days. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My back pedal is not very interesting. It's been... uh, Is it more interesting than triathlon talk? uh, Yes. Yes, it is. Maybe Jake. um, My life has been consumed and overrun by Velcro. (laughs) It seems like everything in my life revolves around Velcro. Now, I've got these hideous like shoulder mobilizers that I wear. I've got my like walking around one, then I've got my like lounging around one, and they're just god-awful. He's got his ice one on right now. Yeah, Yeah. ice in my shoulder. That's actually pretty nifty there. I like that. You have the ice machine thing, too. Yeah, I, I literally was on that thing hooked up to it for the first six days how like i would get off of it to, post to, to go to the know? restroom and then as soon as i went back around i just sat back down and plugged that damn thing back in and it like cycles ice water through correct the, okay. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah i pretty much have to change the ice water in it every about four hours and i've got these uh dixie cups or the, the red solo cups you know oh yeah so i fill oh, yeah. those things up red halfway halfway with water put them in the freezer and i probably yeah. had freezing at any given time about 20 to 25 oh of them God. so i was <laughs> and then like every time we would pull a few more out i would you know put a few more back in there so i'd always have a stock and supply form of them but um yeah i was uh was on that for quite some time but i've been i'm post-op now uh, what is it like 10 days post-op yeah. so yeah. um went in there and they reattached my bicep tendon they reattached some rotator cuff uh tendons and tear re- repaired some tears and do they use velcro yeah, I think so. Yeah, put <laughs> them back together. Good. Um, yeah. But yeah, and uh, was in the recovery room and found out that I get to have surgery again. Yay! So maybe, hopefully, uh, I get my fingers crossed. Pretty it's much, good. it's uh, almost a foregone conclusion. Uh, but yeah, there's small, yeah. very small chance that it won't happen. But uh, just I've got that adhesive joint capsulitis, I guess, mm-hmm. or frozen shoulder, and they're gonna have to go yeah. in there and, and address that. And I go in for my follow up uh, tomorrow. Okay. Learn more about that stuff because when he explained it to me, I was yeah. not in my right mind. I was pretty right. groggy. So it was uh, mostly yeah. a conversation with my wife. Um, but yeah, it's just been a lot of just sitting around, um, not doing a heck of a lot. So you, just do, you just need to heal. You just need to heal up. Yeah. You need to uh, take yeah. that down. How's the time. sleeping going? Uh, crappy. Yeah. <laughs> Can, but the recliner was better for it, a little bit. It is. I mean, I've Still gone bad. from getting like four and a half to five hours of sleep to about five and a half to maybe six if Ugh. I'm lucky. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's a little bit better. in the right direction there. Yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, every every night I'm still up for at least 20 or 30 minutes on uh, a good night. So yeah. in the middle of the night, yeah. just trying, trying to get things to calm down. Um, you're only like what? Not you're you're not even two weeks post op now yet, are you? About ten days. 10 about days. ten days. Yeah. It'll be two okay. weeks this coming Friday. Got it. Yeah. As we record, it's it's Monday. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I think day seventy six of this adventure of mine. So oh, <laughs> not oh that gosh. anybody's counting, yeah. right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are but at least uh, headed in the healing process now. Yeah. And I would the, say yeah. we are hopefully rolling down the backside of this mountain. So yeah. <sighs> yep. Not too much else to, to report though. So um, mm-hmm. just kind of moving on. Yeah. Um, Let's uh let's get started on our topic for tonight, guys. A little round table. Let's do it. All do things it. cyclocross. Oh no more triathlon. Triathlon is done. <laughs> cyclocross <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> As everybody's listening to this, just this collective sigh of relief. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Talk is done. <laughs> just kidding, boys. <laughs> so let's talk about cyclocross. Matt, where are you going? Why are you leaving the room? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay with us, Matt. <laughs> now, is Our there... resident cyclocross <laughs> expert, <laughs> Matt Legrand. Cy- cyclocross aerodynamics. Is there? <laughs> What, so, what kind of aero helmet are you using on your? What kind of, what kind of pointy helmet do you use in cyclocross? Oh, Matt, I would pay good money to show you. See we, you show up in like we that. Oh, oh, hold on. We oh, should. Oh, aero helmet. That's the only way I would do cyclocross. In a skin suit and on a TT bike, yeah. and then you can yell at somebody behind me. You're getting beat by a dude in an aero helmet. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Oh, be I rad. should totally do that. I could probably put different different tires on the uh, TT bike. <laughs> totally do it. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's a maybe. All right, that might get me back into the sport. <laughs> <laughs> I think something. we should start a Kickstarter campaign to make this actually happen. <laughs> yes. um, let's go through the ins and outs, do's and don'ts. Uh, you know, the bikes we like, the, the drivetrains we like, the tires and tire pressures. Matt's gonna give us a lot of good insight yeah, on that. Right. Um, why Matt hates cyclocross. <laughs> Will Evan live up to his promised race this year? Um, how we're going to be training cool. for it. <laughs> the uh, the pitfalls of cyclocross, how we get started, and some uh, pre-race cross rituals, and most importantly, the heckles. Yes. Oh, the heckles. I want to hear a heckle right now. Who's got a good one for me right now? Hold on. <laughs> If you want to walk, go to the mall. I love that one. Yeah. (laughs) The only time you were called fast was by your prom date. (laughs) (laughs) You got one, Matt? All right. Your mother is ashamed of you right now. (laughs) (laughs) She's rude. rude. So so just so everybody knows, the the heckles of, and I should not be talking about this because I've never really been a true heckler. I know know these three, but it is generally you want to be doing the heckling in slow and difficult areas, correct? Correct. So like, at the bottom of a steep hill, through a sand section, something that's tough, over that, barriers. It's part of the glory of cyclocross right. races is you get to heckle the yeah. people. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all in good it's, fun. Some people, yeah. Some people don't realize like, oh, cyclocross racing, okay, you know, what is it? These people are going over barriers. It's kind of a mix between uh, mountain biking and biking. It's, it's an interesting mix. So for people, for our listeners that aren't super familiar with this sport, uh, it has colorful audiences yes, and yes. funny things like um, uh, oftentimes they'll have like handout dollar bills is one thing that they'll do or like cowbells or, or another kind of like Very prevalent, steady. Yeah. yeah. Or there'll well, be candy yeah. hand ups hand, hand out, yeah. or donut hand, or beer hand ups. Beer. Sometimes people will just races. like, some people will splash you with beer and yeah. stuff. It's just an interesting but um, that's eclectic group yeah that's half the fun is the spectators are just as as important as the racers because they have just as much fun as everybody out there racing and and these are things i like about cyclocross yes yes should (laughs) should we talk about the things i don't like (laughs) what what don't you like matt 
Uh, I actually don't. I mean, you know, I don't really have that much of a beef with cyclocross. I think it's a, I think it's an awesome sport. I actually thought it was going to be like my in love sport, you know, because I came from cross country. I loved cross country. I liked it better than track and field. And cross country is very, very similar. Like it's got that same vibe where you have cowbells, you're running, you know, on, you know, a lot of fields and golf courses and stuff like that, where, um, the expectations are that, you, that it's not going to be easy and times are not quite the same, uh, you know, which is track know, running. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I thought this is going to be my new jam and, uh, I got out there and I actually really enjoyed doing the cyclocross workouts. Um, but racing, I, uh, I just never felt like I just, you know, you're in a pack of people and you, you know, I had a very hard time passing, which all of us know is like, you know, that is the deal, right? Like you, if you start in the back, if you don't get a call up, you're in the shuffle. And I personally just felt like I never got a good workout in. I felt like I was just trying not to crash the whole time. Yeah. So I didn't enjoy it. So, you know, and that, you know, that's different than practices where you've got all the time in the world to like get your workout and like train hard, work hard. And I guess it's just like, I, I grew up in, in, you know, doing this running thing where it's like you run hard you you're gonna race and you're gonna end up on empty and like that's how you race and that's how you can train and things like that and then triathlon's really similar right where it's like you know the person that works hard the person that you know whatever it is like they can gut it out like i love that kind of aspect of those sports and cyclocross i just finished the race and i was like that sucked <laughs> I cra- crashed a couple times my my bike handling isn't that great so i guess i'm not good at this and i thought i was going to be good too I, that's the other thing which was hilarious because you're like, fit well yeah i'm fi- i'm more fit than a lot of the people that are going to be on the starting line right but that yes doesn't, you know that doesn't really translate so it was like i was like oh you know i'll ride with the fours and i was like i'll probably work my way into the threes in the next couple races like i just thought i was good because i'm good at other stuff this is. And I'm glad. I'm glad Matt has explained this. If I do a cycle, like cycle, right. cyclocross race, I'm going to get my butt kicked. Yep. I'm sure it's, it's going to get kicked. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> there's there's a not. learning curve. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a learning curve to it. Yeah. I think do practices. That's yeah. kind of a cool part of it, though. Practices yeah. are coming to an end here pretty soon because the season starts in like two but weeks. But he could still go out there. Oh yeah, like, you can go yeah. out there and have fun, and you'll just basically yeah. like race yourself into shape and, and bike handling and, and yeah. learning and all that other stuff. So I mean, <laughs> the first l- couple races will definitely be throwaway races. Lap. But oh yeah, yeah. the whole yeah, yeah. season yeah. will be throwaway for me. <laughs> but the good part is, is you won't have to deal or at least contend with the mud early on because right. the yeah. cross season here starts at the beginning of September. So because my last race is the first week of September for triathlon okay. and then I'm open to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. right I would, just I would fun. say like practice going over the barriers, like mounting and dismounting stuff because you yeah. can, you can get hurt, you know, or I kind of want a bunny hop. I'm really, I love bunny hopping. It's, um, I want to give it a shot. <laughs> it, it's, um, it's the pros make it look easy. Oh, I know there, there's no way it can be that because they're, yeah. they're, they're much taller than you think. Yeah. You have to like two step bunny hop. It's not, it's like, oh, it's like front wheel, back yeah. wheel. It's front wheel, yeah. back wheel. You can't just like clear it. Yeah, no. No. This is, yeah, this and is, you know, this is a very bad idea, Evan. And I, and I, and, and I, I gonna, consider it's myself. It's a glorious crash. <laughs> yeah. I well, consider I myself a fairly decent bike handler. Yeah. I still can't bunny hop to bear. Oh, see, if, if Lance can't make it, there's there's very little <laughs> chance I've that I'm making it. So if, if, so, if the collegiate <laughs> decathlete's not making it, I'm not well, sure if the. I'm you know sh- what you can do is, um, is a lot of times that's like cross practice, they'll put up like PVC pipe or something like that mm-hmm. to practice the bears. So uh-huh. if you hit it, it's not a big deal. It just falls apart basically. Yeah. And that's yeah. great because, you know, you can practice mounting, dismounting, jumping over things like that. And if you make a mistake, yeah. it's not a big deal. But in the race, 
it's, it's not wood. As, it's yeah. not as forgiving. It's unforgiving. Yeah. Yeah, if it's I can make a suggestion, I would suggest learning the dismount and how to run over them yeah. because in the beginning, smooth is fast. Well, yeah. It's yes. always it's always smooth fast. Is smooth is always fast. fast. So, 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 learn so that, that would be a good topic for me, Jake. What, what, what's the best, like, for, for our listeners, like, technique, and for me, I'm listening. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, you're talking for to somebody. I still consider myself somewhat of a noob. Um, I only did my first cross season last year, and uh-huh. I didn't even really have a lot of riding experience on a cross bike until about six weeks out. I got, I, I bought a cross bike and took it for a ride. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started going to the cross practices and I would basically take that thing out on, um, like that was my Sunday ride. I would take it out and I would just ride for about two hours by myself on the cross right. bike through some challenging stuff. And I would challenge myself to like run and jump over like roots and rocks and you know logs and that kind of stuff. So I was practicing there and I was trying to figure out what the smoothest way to get off the damn thing was and how to get yeah. back on it quickly. And with time, I actually got pretty proficient at it. Um, yeah. you know, and I did my first race as a cat five and got kicked out before the race even started. And we've told that story before. And then my second race was a cat four race, got kicked out of cat four to cat three. And then I did two cat re- three races and that was all I had time for that season. So, mm-hmm. um, but I did learn a lot and I've talked to a lot of people and I kind of have a good grasp as to what is, um, what's going to be efficient. And that's yeah. really what it boils down to is learning efficiency. Once you get those bike handling skills and you can learn how to bunny hop stuff, by all means do it. But you're going to slow yourself way down yeah. just by learning how to do it, it as opposed to, you know, fine tuning yeah. the, the skills of dismounting and holding your bike nice and flat and getting back on with a clean right. remount and clipping in quickly there's and some, going fast. It's interesting that, that there's some unique skills that are, it's very unique to cyclocross, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I always thought, okay, well, you know, triathletes do the, you know, these flying mounts all the time and stuff is kind of similar, but it's, it, you know, they really would emphasize like a like a much smoother like mount yeah. so you almost throw like half your leg on and then like roll onto the bike so you're one person told me like the hop is ugly right so it's almost like they they're suggesting like if you watch you can see this when you watch pro cyclocross people it's yeah. like very smooth when they're on the bike yeah so um what so, you said earlier so it's like you're leaving yeah. yeah so like you're leaving one leg behind you're bringing that right leg up on halfway onto yeah. the saddle and, and then you're pushing off like it's, the leg it. still, on the it's ground. still a jump but okay. but you but you try to do it as smoothly as possible and you land on your upper thigh. You yeah. don't okay. you don't land in position. Right. So then so so <laughs> so Lance buster. like it's right. Lance did, did did you do flying mounts for for triathlon? Uh yeah, I so, did. So how would you cuz cuz the flying mount to me is you get straight on the saddle and you just go. Yeah, it's it, cyclocross is a bit different. Okay. I'll tell you why it's different. <laughs> My first race last year was at David Douglas and it's a part of the GP series, so which I think is a really fun little series. Very. Yeah. I uh, I did the the flying mount where I landed on my butt and the problem is you throw a lot of momentum and with cross you're running a pretty low tire pressure burp the rear tire. <laughs> so oh, I ended up having to do I think it was like like 3 of my 5 laps were on a tire that maybe had like 18 or 15 PSI oh, in the right back. So yeah. yeah, I was really holding on to next to nothing. And um, that was because of the way that I mounted the bike. And having it below, though, taught me how to get on much more gingerly and, and not yeah. burp it again. So okay. it was kind okay. of like, okay, there's maybe a learning lesson here. So cool. Yeah, interesting. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. It does take practice. And yeah. the, the flying dismount takes some practice so that you don't bite it yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The good thing is when you, if you, Hopefully you don't bite it into a wooden barrier, but like if you bite it on the soft stuff, especially when you're practicing stuff like that, it's not, yeah. Big, yeah. It's not yeah. as bad as biting <laughs> it on the road, right? I think it was our first cross practice that we did last year, and I'm thinking to myself, right, you know, you've got this this decent bike handling background, you've got these mountain bike skills, you can get on and off a bike, and we're practicing getting off and, and running over the barrier, and I went to get off, and we only had like these little like metal things in the ground, like stakes and like this. Uh, 
was it this caution tape caution or something? Tape, yeah. <laughs> and cool. I went to get out. My feet got so tangled up. I fell straight <laughs> on my face and the whole bike <laughs> fell on top of me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I mean, you, you, you think about it. I mean, road travel on mountain bike, you're never really running off the bike no. outside no. that moment in travel when you get off, which is way different. You're right. Cause you're on top of the shoes. Yeah, it's but a different that will moment. help you a little bit because yeah. you're uh, at least it's helped me with psychos. Like I feel comfortable. Like, you know, you're, you've kicked out one leg and you know, one leg is basically, um, you're coming Swing around over the other leg you. yeah, yeah. And it kind of comes back around and that dis that smoother dismount it's okay it's it's gonna okay. help you that at least on the dismount side i would think that the triathlon stuff would help your cyclocross yeah so and that's been my impression there's some yeah. other there's some other interesting things like you're supposed to um because you need to actually think about bike handling while you have one foot like almost off the bike because you still need to navigate your bike. How much so speed are you carrying into things. that wood barrier? Like it depends. If okay. if it's on the end of a straightaway, you could be going 18 miles an hour. So you're flying yeah. that thing. If it's okay. right at the right around a corner, you could be going four Nothing. miles an hour. Yeah. 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 So just always ride so, it within yourself, though. Don't come into that thing too hot and too fast because you're going to oh, inevitably, have, you're going to hit that thing and go down. I have <laughs> no, like, if, if I'm going to jump into a couple cyclocross races, I have zero want to move up. I mean, like, I want to be competitive, but, like, yeah. it would be 100%. Like, sure. let's see how many times I can gloriously <laughs> crash without, you hilarious. know, being ridiculous. And I want to be there. Like, how heckled can <laughs> I get? My goal is for us to track how many times Evan gets something hilarious yelled at him. Is what? Okay, pause, time out. I should wear On a that microphone. Note, I really hear, should no, wear a let's, microphone. Let's hear another heckle. Let's run around the table again. Pretend Evan's out there on the course. <laughs> Give him your best oh, heckle. Let's say Evan. I just hit the wood barrier. And I just <laughs> Good news, Evan. You're gaining on that pregnant woman. Probably because she's carrying <laughs> twins. And you look like you just have the one. I'll go with... That's that's the slowest I've ever seen carbon go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's assume that Evan's like off the back of the pack, you know, uh, you know, way in the back. Oh, are you in first place? <laughs> nice work. Hey, get in the pit. That bike needs a rider change. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'd be like, all right, Lance, tapping you in for this one. That's, that was two laps. That's enough for me. <laughs> oh, I love I love going to like you know cyclocross race and just not really thinking about it, and all of a sudden just hearing someone just yell like, "Hey, you're actually in a race. What are you doing?" And I'm just like, "What? Wow. Did he it's just so, yell that? Like, it's, it's so funny. It is really refreshing. From not that I'm I'm not a pessimistic person. I like to be optimistic, yeah. but there is this vibe in running and triathlon that is very positive. Very, yeah, it is. You know, you everybody go. You can do it. Clap them yeah. through, which is great. Not and all. cyclocross. God, I love no. that negativity. Though it I know is. that sounds bad. I like that negativity because uh, it's hilarious. I, I think it's all. I mean, as long as people get it, like that, it's like this is funny. It is like, all in good fun. It is. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and it is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and I think I wish like, so racing Arizona Ironman last, um, I guess it was last fall. It was like, you had this group, like the Moxie group from Phoenix, like Moxie is a triathlon store, but their group of, I guess it's like a club or something like that is hilarious. Same kind of atmosphere. <laughs> you go through like their little, um, I don't know, I, like they had tents and I don't know if you would call it like their, the Moxie pit or something like their area. And it was just like heckling people in speedos, like drinks and stuff, like that just yelling awesome. and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, and I was loving it. I'm like, this is triathlon and this is good for the sport <laughs> yes, for sure. Is. Cause the, triathlon has its own problems. There's, but, up, yeah. there's races like that here in yeah. Portland with oh, those man, sections and, or, or with a, with a woman in S and M gear who is yeah. whipping you as you go around oh the corner. Oh my gosh! Wait, <laughs> so, you. Didn't they have like um, 
Didn't they have like a single speed nas- like national championships <laughs> yes. here with like strippers or something? Well, or? yeah, the single speed like world championships yeah. they held here a year ago, and it's it's a on Savi Island. It's a tongue in cheek race. Okay. It is, it's not real, but they really do race. But it's I'm sh- well, so didn't some like didn't some really fast people show well, up? Sven Nees showed the up and world raced champion, it. World, right. yeah, really, yeah. The oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for for fun. He won it, right? Yeah, but it was, okay, a, yeah. but it, you know, but he was three years retired when he yeah. showed up. To oh do yeah, it. well, so this was like last year, or two years ago. Yeah, it was last year not last year the year before year before okay. yeah yeah talk about the worst retirement ever i'm gonna go race single speed yeah <laughs> well and like the course had had a uh like a 20 yard stretch that was a yoga ball pit oh my gosh <laughs> so you're trying to ride through the mud and there's 30 yoga balls in there and they're <laughs> did you do it no i didn't do it okay. and people are kicking the yoga balls at you oh, and throwing that's you great. A, and then there was another section that that rode through the lake so you had to either run through the lake or you could take a four foot ramp into the lake. <laughs> you had oh, a choice to cool. you had the choice to fly into the water or just dismount and run through the water. You know, it was just it was fun stuff like I'm that. So, I'm so glad that the cycling world has this yeah. like sport. Yeah, this like just, this this like release hilarious. from and normal. You gotta, you gotta imagine yeah. like this fits the Portland vibe, right? It does. Like, where it's like it does. Portland loves that concept of like we are gonna be weird and you're yes. gonna take it to the extreme. <laughs> I love fun. it. And I feel like cyclocross is like, yes, embrace that <laughs> for sure. So it's a good group. Yeah. It's what are some fun. of the pitfalls the of, uh, of cross racing, guys? Some pitfalls that you well, might fall into that you want to avoid? one of the you know we talked about this a little bit already but it it really uh, um rewards and i've said this before it really rewards bike handling and short bursts of power yeah i, I you so it rewards lance <laughs> well, and not evan price well, is what we're saying <laughs> well you find that with the there's a lot of tight corners mm-hmm. you have to have be able to pick line choice there's yeah. mud sections that you might be able to ride if you can handle Power your bike wheel yep. you, or you know so and and you'll have sections where you'll have a, an eight second burst of 800 watts or a thousand watts to yeah. try to gain some ground you know that's that's what it's all about it's these short bursts of power so um because of those things tire choice and tire pressure are really important in cyclocross and yep. you don't so if you've got a muddy course, give me your breakdown for a muddy course. Well, you want a you want a knobbier um, tire that's going to shed the mud better, and the lowest pressure that you can run that won't allow you to burp your tire or get a pinch flat mm-hmm. will give you the best traction through the mud. Okay. So tire pressure is very fluid. Trying to figure out, it's not like okay, this tire, yeah, I'm going to run 40 psi at. No, it might be a dry day and I'll run 25 PSI and it might be a, uh, a muddy wet day and y- you'll ride at 18 PSI. Okay. And it'll be different. If it's clincher tires, you have to ride higher pressure right. because there is always a chance of a pinch otherwise. flat. Yep. And so, uh, clinchers are the worst option in tires for cyclocross tubed clinchers tubed clinchers yeah the the next best is to run tubeless and the the fastest best is to run tubular got it yeah okay Okay. so because you can run on tubular tires you can run lower pressure 
without the risk of pinch flats and without the risk of rolling a tire off your rim yeah, burps and on, all on that a stuff, hard yeah. corner. Yeah. Yeah. So tire choice and tire pressure are are important. Now, a lot of guys will go out and you'll you'll ride a couple laps during the, the open time just to try to dial in what kind of tire pressure you want to ride. Okay. So so that's a pretty important factor then. Yeah. I mean that's that's gonna make or break a race yeah. sometimes. Okay. Yeah, it can. Yeah. Got it. There's um and I you know, I've made every you know, mistake you can make with tire choice and tire pressure, you know, in races. Yeah. And, and in my first season, there were races where I was, was leading the race and I had clinchers on with mm-hmm. tubes yeah. and had, I was trying to run better traction. So lower, lower tire yeah. pressure. And I pinch flatted and, you know, finished 30th and, you know, where I had been leading the race for and a bit. Tire yeah. choice is interesting too, because like, you know, I, just use whatever was on my cyclocross bike and like if you don't if you can't grip like if you even if you're climbing something small it's like you're spent your you know your you're wheels spinning are spin out. out yeah and so there's lots of little things like that where you're like this is different yeah this is different than triathlon for yeah. sure so yeah so it's it can be fun yeah one of my pitfalls is gonna fall in line with what latin says is not going out in course previewing you know you got to get out oh, there yeah, and see the course oh, yeah. it's, it's paramount to get out there and, and know the lines and know what kind of conditions you're dealing with you don't do that you're gonna be screwed yeah do, do do we so dialed practices like how how many guys are usually showing up to to, to our team's cyclocross really practices? depends. I mean, you're gonna probably have eight to ten people on a skinny side. Yeah. I mean, I think last mm-hmm. year we had one of our busier ones. We had about eighteen or twenty people or so, yeah. maybe give or take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got some of your cross pro, not pro, but your cross guys have been doing this for a while. That'll come out there and um, you know lend a, a helping hand and give you some tips and advice. So you know, we've got yeah. Jerry Pruitt and Carl Bailey that have been running it for the last couple of years for us, and they've been doing mm-hmm. a, a great job. Very cool. Yeah. And that's a, you know, all's welcome. Come yeah. one, come all. If you want to come out and ride with us, you know, and have this to be on the is, team. And this is cool knowing from when, when I was in Ohio, even though I was road racing and not cyclocross racing, I knew a lot of the guys I road raced with. I mean, Ohio had a decent cyclocross oh, yeah. scene, and I'm pretty sure it still does. Ohio yeah. and Michigan and Indiana do. Uh, <clears throat> Kentucky, too. Yeah. I hope it's still as good as it used to be because, I mean, they, they had a good following in that region, and it's it's cool to see. I, I was just looking up some history of cyclocross before, before we got here for this topic, and it's interesting to see it it was in europe is where it really developed northern europe is where it was huge and they said the funny thing is is that the origin of the sport is debated oh so it they they said originally it was starting with obviously in the early 1900s not all areas were had roads right so when they would do these races they would send them through sections where there weren't roads so there were it was they, they said cyclocross literally was born out of road racing because they would have to get off their bikes run through sections, jump back on the bike, run through section. They were literally going through like the country fields of Europe. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I can imagine it's, it's cool to see that the, the sport's just like an organic sort of development from yeah. road racing. Yeah. And especially when we talk about all the dangers on the road, it's yeah, you know, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anytime you can go get a workout in and you're not going to deal with any traffic and it's all a whole bunch of, punchy, <laughs> whole bunch of punchy stuff. Like that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. You know, that's good yeah. for me because I have no punch. The, so, uh, yeah. the other big pitfall with cyclocross racing is knowing when it's faster to run something yeah. or ride something. And I, I, I still don't have that figured out. <laughs> I should just run the whole course then because <laughs> honestly, that I'd probably beat myself on that. Well, because sometimes if you really power through something, it, it can be faster to, to ride it. Yeah. But if there's traffic ahead of you or somebody that's yeah. down ahead of you, it's faster to... 
shoulder. To roll up as fast as you can and dismount and shoulder and run run through, you know, an obstacle or something. Yeah, from time to time, though, you have to gauge, like, is it worth burning that match to get up yeah. and power over something? Because you right. can go over the top and you're like, oh, my God, I got four I, laps to go and I yeah. just blew myself up just trying to ride up that. So, yeah, that's for sure. so, so are most of your best cyclocross riders guys who actually have some running background or is that not at all a requirement no, not, not even so. like i don't think running helps no really <laughs> haven't you ever seen the stick on the back of some guy's cars that says like 0.1 <laughs> yes cross yes. racing yes. so <laughs> there's not that much running in there but it's definitely it's a it's a it plays a factor yeah, yeah. especially when you're running up on the beach or something like that i mean it's not very far but it's uh it's a challenge so and running yeah. with a bike is totally different than running Oh now. yeah. I mean, I don't think. I, don't I think mean, if you're only running for like less than forty yards, it's not like. I don't think. Know. I don't think your running background is going to help you that much. I wasn't expecting it to. Right. I was Others just running the whole course. Cardio, yeah. Cardiovascular, and yeah, unless you yeah. run the whole course, but you have to have your bike. So. Yeah, I'll stitch the bike and get on the second <laughs> lap. <laughs> I think another pitfall too is people that um, show up to the race and they're they're not properly prepared. They might go out and do a course preview and kind of roll through everything, mm-hmm. but you got to get your body queued up to go through this anaerobic just explosion. Oh, yeah. yep. It's pretty much on the gas for 45 minutes to an hour. You're redlining and you're sucking wind. So you got to be properly warmed up. You got to have some openers and you got to have your body primed and ready to go zero to 60 in, in yeah. no time at all. Yeah. That's a, what another. would you compare it to in track? Like, is it is it like the steeplechase in, cha- in well, track or is yeah. it maybe a little bit or is it even tougher like forty minute race? Yeah, you know? I mean it's I, yeah. I I think it's 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 like culturally it seems very much like cross country. Yeah, uh, which I loved. So um, it's it is different because of the how punchy it is, mm-hmm. which, which you don't necessarily have in cross country as much. But yeah. um, but just like the crowds and people like running from one section to the other to cheer and all this stuff, it just feels like cross country. So yeah. Um, I, it's different because, you know, in all of those running events, cross country or track or whatever, it's, those are endurance races where you can pace yourself and stuff, which in cyclocross you, you need to get out hard and you know, it's positioning and things like that. Whereas running almost all those races, you can run through the field to get where you need to be. Yeah. Which, uh, it's good for me and, uh, <laughs> cyclocross and not so much. So, yeah. We'll figure it out one of these days. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. You'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. So, a couple of reasons why we should give cyclocross a try, and maybe Matt can be the antagonist. Yeah, when am I not the antagonist? There's let's, let's heckle Matt. Can generally heckle speaking, Matt you quick? show up to these things. It's a very like almost like a carnival vibe. I mean, it's like there's always like good food and beer there, and it's just yeah. like kind of neat. So, um, so that's one of my first points is there's good food and good beer and Lance will give you his beer. So that should be good enough for anybody listening. Good food, good beer. You get to heckle people. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Another one would be uh, spectators are just as important as the racers, as we already mentioned. I, I think that that's important too, because when you're out there and this is, might almost be a pitfall because I've shown up to these races and I've told my wife, yeah, I, I'm going to get there an hour early and get prepped. My race is going to be an hour. I should be out of there at 11 o'clock and like three oh. o'clock rolls around and she's like, why are you still out at the race? So I'm like, <laughs> having too much uh, fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so it's just too much fun to stick around and, and hang out with your friends. It's just such a fun vibe and heckling people and watch people race and all the races going on throughout the different day. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a good time. So, um, it, it's great for developing bike handling. I think that we would all mm-hmm. agree with that. We've yeah. talked about that, how it can help us, um, in other areas or other facets of cycling. I think that that's important. Um, I think that it's really accessible for people of all shapes and sizes and abilities. Um, and you don't get left behind on the course either. So it's a, it's usually like a mile or two long uh, course and it's not like you get dropped in a road race. And right. Yeah. Riding solo for the next, yeah. you know, 40 or 50 miles. I mean, 
what was the the one thing like you're getting you're writing reverse what was that that one heckle you guys remember that one <laughs> you oh, must be racing in reverse you're you're getting ready to pass the leader again you you <laughs> oh, need to yeah. change out of reverse gear or something no. like way to lap people in reverse you're about to backwards pass the leader again there you <laughs> go so at least you got that much going for you, you get to see your friends passing yeah um yeah. let's see here and it only it supposedly only takes an hour to to race but you, you're gonna get stuck out there doing other stuff so it is a bit of a time suck um and most importantly get to buy another bike (laughs) yes (laughs) and those bikes are very functional and they've got all kinds of different applications you can take them anywhere yeah so yeah that's a good that's a good thing about it is like you want to do gravel riding take your cyclocross bike you want to go mountain biking you can probably you might be able to take a cyclocross bike you want to go on the roads take your cyclocross bike yeah you know doing a family ride cyclocross bike (laughs) very versatile bikes (laughs) yeah so Matt, you got a few on the other side of that spectrum. Uh, cyclocross season takes place during cross country season, which yeah. means I get maybe one weekend to come out and heckle. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. uh, so that's, that's definitely true. And actually one of the ladies that I coach with, um, is a very good cyclocross rider. And so usually if we have a weekend off, you know, or, or whatever it is, like we make sure she gets to race. Um, and I, you know, I'm, you know, taking over for practice or whatever it is. So, you know, cause she, you know, she's and that one of the years that I did cyclocross, I was like, oh yeah, we can balance this out. You can do some races and I can do some races. And I was like, no, you do, <laughs> you <laughs> can do all the races. <laughs> she cares about her series points and all this stuff like that and yeah. stuff like that. So it's, um, it's much better for her to get the chance to do it. And so it's a, it's a balancing act. And, and for all of us, right. Where it's like, um, you know, you're saying like, oh, I get back at three o'clock in the afternoon if you have families and stuff like that, it gets tricky to, to be away on Saturday, right? Like that's T-ball time, right. and soccer time and everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and generally because it is in the fall, it's cold and yeah. wet and could be wet raining. Yes. Okay. It builds, builds toughness. <laughs> it there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Gear selection is pretty important. In addition to tires, like Lance yeah. already mentioned, um, that, Castelli makes some sweet, sweet speed suits, and we've got some of those. They're thermal speed suits. Those things actually do a really good job of keeping you relatively warm. Um, I can remember one race last year getting out there, and it was 30 degrees at start. Um, yeah. It was pretty chilly, <laughs> but uh, having the right attire to have on is is a good choice. Um, ask around, ask a friend, <laughs> somebody that's done some racing before, as to what kind of selection is going to be good for you. Because chances are it's going to be cold, it's going to be wet, it's going to be muddy might even be snowing so yeah and it's nice that there's team tents and you know some people like space heaters and there's always the beer is nice and cold with the keg and you know it's <laughs> the beer like, warms you up pretty quick too <laughs> let's be honest the, so. the team aspect really does play play a, a nice role in cyclocross it I does think, i think it's crucial yeah. so yeah. i also think that cross is a good uh cross training add a, to, yeah. to add into um you're, if you're doing all kinds of like road racing and mountain bike stuff it's good cross training because you're using your body in more than that just singular yes. plane that's going forward yes, i mean you're absolutely. you're engaging all kinds of muscle groups and you're um you're getting off the bike and you're running and you're doing all the different kinds of stuff so i think it's a good break to the whole entire season a good way to kind of finish off before you go into an off-season mode to uh yeah. you know kind of transition out and just have a little what bit what do you fun. think about at the at the end of every season guys who aren't winning every race so everybody but first place what do you need to work on? Okay, you need to work on your punchiness, your finishing, your strength, yeah, your bike handling probably, yeah, and you probably need to work on like you know, some bone health too because you probably just spend a little bit too much time on only the bike, <laughs> right. and as we all know, osteoporosis can sneak <laughs> up on you as a cyclist. So. Yeah. So, any last things to add about cyclocross before we uh, 
change gears here, boys. Stinking fun. Go it do is. it. I, I've watched Matt. the pro races, too. Anybody wants to get on Steep Hill and watch oh the pro gosh. races, they're fun to watch. I love they watching really those, like, are. cross races. Yeah. yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch. They're good. They're so good. Like, it'll just be like huge steep hill like 20 percent grade and it's just sand and they can ride it i'm like what <laughs> that doesn't even make sense like that's not possible yeah, how do they do right. that coming down a full like off camber yeah. turn it's all yeah. like greasy snotty mud and and they're flying like sideways and like hitting bumps they're and like so good how are you still on two wheels right now pal i, I don't understand they are so it's good belgians. yeah it's those darn belgians yeah it is belgians. <laughs> Fun, fun, fun yeah. stuff. They're like, oh, she had not this. used a good stuff yet. Did you realize? Oh. That? I didn't say that. You said it. <laughs> I just said good stuff. I used yeah. my only good stuff there for the round. Go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Word on the streets is people don't like that stuff. Oh. <laughs> uh, Anyhow, all right, let's uh, let's change gears. We can talk about cyclocross for days, and maybe we'll revisit this uh, from time to time oh, with yeah. the, the pending cross season yeah. coming up. But um, there'll be race reports that stuff will end up, and I will be looking vicariously yes. through you guys as yeah. I sit on the sidelines this season. But let's do our hot seat, guys. Let's run around. Let's go the other way, Matt. Boom. Okay, you got a hot seat for us. Yeah, I have a really easy question for us. So um, I just put down here like Ultegra versus Durace, and I mean I should I should throw in there like Red, and so these are um, bike component sets. And, you know, uh, Jake and I have had this conversation before. It's like, oh, you see 105 on a bike. And I'm like, man, that 105, it's, it's, um, it's kind of entry level for Shimano component sets, which is, the component set is, you know, like your, all, all the shifting and things like that, um, even the crank and things like that itself. Uh, but these component sets, like even the base stuff is very good. So let me ask you guys this, you know, why choose Dura-Ace? Why choose Ultegra? Like, what do you guys, why, why do you like what you are using? The, the Ultegra, uh, electronic shifting, what I, that I've just now been using yep. DI2 is so butter. I would actually pay the, I'd like whatever the price difference is there. Mm -hmm. I would personally, yes, pay it. What if it was like one Oh five though? Like yeah. electronic, I don't know if they, I don't think they don't have one Oh five electronic shifting, do they? but if I they don't did, think they do. it probably, I it'd mean, be close. Because it's electronic yeah, right. shifting, it should be okay. So, you're, so why did you choose the Altegra instead of the Dura-Ace um, for the electronic shifting? I was, I was talked into by, by the mechanic that, that I was talking to right. over at, at Western, but, um, because the major difference is weight, 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 yeah. yes. And price. Right. Yes. And it's significantly pricier it to is. get the Dura-Ace. 2X. Is oh, it 2X? Wow. Wow. It's about double Seriously. the price. That is crazy. Yeah. Okay. And, and honestly, electronic shifting, I mean, it's it's going to shift. Pretty, how much, very how much weight are you saving reasonably? Like how much? You can put this in there as a mission. I want to say it's like 30%, 20, 30% okay. weight savings. I mean, it's not Components huge, is only huge. what, like 10, 20% of the total yeah. weight of the bike anyway, right? Yeah. Well, and there's different parts of the components too, right? Yeah. Like like I have Ultegra shifters and I have the Durace crank, right? Because the crank yeah. is going to be a bigger piece mm -hmm. of, you know, yeah. I, I think there's different ways to do it for sure. But I also think sometimes I'm like, man, this 105 stuff's fantastic. Like I never bat an eye when I see someone like with a 105 set, I'm just like smart choice. Like I, yeah. that's in my mind. When I see that, I always think smart choice. So... I, and and I'm not always the one that makes the smart decisions, obviously, but like, you know, I was curious, you know, of what you guys think. Like, do you guys think components are good now? Like we're good. Yes. Or like there, there's very few major company component systems out there now that, that don't work well or shift well, or I mean, right. uh, 
a lot of stuff works pretty well. Wouldn't you agree, Jake? For the most part, I would say that when you get into the use of different metals, sometimes we'll feel that it's a little bit smoother, a little bit cleaner. And I yeah. think when you talk about the resistance that you find with those different metals, I mean, I'm going to wait for Matt to do a little video on this to find out about oh, okay. like uh, resistance in a, in a drivetrain by, you know, between like yes. Ultegra versus Durace because they use maybe titanium versus steel or something like that. Maybe it rolls just a little bit smoother and it is a little mm -hmm. bit lighter. That's just my two cents. Certain chains yeah. are actually faster. Yeah. They can test that, but I don't know if they can tell the difference between um, a Durace like crank versus an Ultegra crank. Like I, the, I don't think they can tell a difference. I smell a video coming, Matt. Let's, I, let's do I this. Would have to like do, some I would do my research. Be interesting. But, but certain chains, for sure, because they, um, you know, they'll do different things. Actually, they treat the chains differently. Have you, and stuff have like you guys that, seen so. a ceramic bearing drive chain? Well, they have. That's going to drive me nuts. I can't remember the company of it, but it was just at Interbike, uh, International oh, Interbike. Yeah, yeah, you're talking. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see what, what, what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about there? Yeah. Is, well, is that the future of drive chains? Ceramic Speed. Ceramic Speed. Is the company, yeah, right? yeah. They're yeah. like a German company. It's almost got like a drive axle that goes it's back. It's incredible. And turns yeah. So, this is this is actually you know it looks new and stuff like that. It's an Interbike, but this might be a little bit of hype. Uh, okay. What we can do is maybe sh link to it in the yeah. description of the the podcast, but. Uh, these like shaft drivetrains have been done before. This oh, is they not have. well. Okay. okay. Uh, this was obviously very well done, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's it was put together very well. Um, German engineering. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't all the, like you couldn't really shift with it yet. Like they they hadn't figured out the shifting. Yet what I like about that it's, though is somebody's going to see that and they're going to have this yep. aha moment. They're yep. going to get inspired, like holy crap, I can do that. But I've got something that's going to make it infinitely better, and it will work, and it'll be lighter, yep. and it'll be it'll, it'll be right. smoother. So yeah. it, it's kind of pushing innovation for uh, folks like out there right. to yeah. do something different. It may be a lot of hype. It might be just a you know, that company got a lot of press because of great. that. Yeah. So it was, a sh it was to describe it, it was a shaft drivetrain, so no chain on the bike at, at all. And so as the shaft twisted, um, it was turning the gears, which was a great concept. It has been around forever. Like drivetrains have been, you know, people have been trying to come up with different drivetrains for a very long time. Uh, and it's it was a very, very efficient system. Um, and then I started looking at the numbers of that because I'm just, I was just kind of nerding out on it. And they were like, this drivetrain, you know, you're taking, um, you know, the normal loss of drivetrain and they're, they're eliminating it all the way down to like less than 1% or something like that. So it sounds great, like very efficient, but it turns out that you're going from like four to like one, like the numbers just aren't that big. Oh. So, yeah. you know, so you're giving up some things, right? Like you, you have a problem on the road. It's not like someone's going to be able to come in and help you out, you know, like, whereas like if you, you know, yeah. if you have a chain or something like that that goes wrong, like everyone else has a chain too. So maybe I, th I think Jake's point was like, Hey, this could inspire someone. I, and I think that's the real benefit there too, where it's like, it wasn't quite flushed out for sure, but it sure as hell inspired a lot of people because oh, yeah. I mean that the, those videos were getting insane views and I just think I think it's you know it's a concept that I think people should consider it's like do we have the drivetrain figured out all maybe maybe we don't I don't know I think it's good to kind of keep guessing for sure keep trying stay tuned folks stay tuned <laughs> definitely all right Evan hot seat we'll swing around quick who's gonna win the Vuelta Ooh. Uh, if anybody hasn't done their research, I can give you the favorites. Yeah, help, real quick. help us out. Nibali, Quintana, Sky is not sending Thomas or Froome. They're both going to Tour of Britain. Who's the young kid from Sky again? Uh, De La Cruz, I think is his name. No, oh, he crashed um, recently and Ber broke his Bernal. face. Yeah, he, is he going to race? He's not. He's he's not going to. He he may be there, but he's De, De La Cruz is leading the team. 
Okay. okay. The guy who was on uh, Quick Step last year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, geez. Uh, I haven't even looked. Nibbly. Porty's there, too. Porty's not in shape, though. I'm saying Nibbly. You like like Nibbly? I don't know. He's a climber. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds well. I'm saying Quintana, personally. I don't know. He did not look great at the tour. He had that one that one stage that he crashed. That's why I'm saying Quintana. Because he, had, he had one stage. He had one stage. He, he had, looked great. He had one stage. Yeah, he was queued up for that. That was going to be his race, and he sucked. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't he, his, his I'm race. I'm hanging on to hope with him for one yeah. more Grand I know. Tour. I kind of worry that he might be kind of like – I know he's super young, but I kind of worry that he might be over his peak – yeah. Of of but I don't know I I'm, I shouldn't say that because I should hope for the, I kind of like him I mean I think he seems like a pretty I don't know like mellow guy it seems like a cool guy I kind of like him so hopefully he continues to do well but it just looked to me like he was not in the mix this year I don't know yeah outside of that I think Saint Porti I think you're right I'm not sure if that's a good pick yeah. here because I said Porti for the tour well that'd be awesome to see him do well yeah. Yeah, I, like I would love to. Yeah, he's a great guy. Just I, yeah. I saw that he they're, they're saying that he doesn't have his fitness right now. So I would imagine. I mean, he was in some rough shape. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and since he's the odd man out and he writes for BMC, I'm going to play Homer and say there port. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lance, hot seat. Hot seat. Who is the most famous person you've ever ridden with? Jeez. Oh man. Wow. Most famous person. So um, I'll start since you guys are all yeah, stumped. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing like a little dead air right there. Uh, back in 2004, I did the Ride for the Roses with Lance Armstrong. Oh, I was going to say that. And I didn't actually ride with Lance Armstrong, but I did ride with Will Ferrell. Oh, and that's with, cool. oh, that's awesome. And with Robin Williams. Oh, that's cool. Oh, those are two, they, they were okay. two favorites right there. That wins. Yeah. That's super that cool. Wins. Wow. They were both there, so that was kind of cool to to share some road time with both those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that I've actually ever ridden with anybody truly famous, to be completely honest with you. Lance Hepler, I've ridden with him. Y- yeah. You're welcome. I was going to say Lance, but <laughs> the other Lance. <laughs> I've ridden. So, All right. So I, I did not ride with him, but I've my, my best friend in Colorado um, tweeted Lance Armstrong once. And their group got to ride with Lance for a day. He Lance came to the ride and rode oh, with that's them. That's pretty cool. They said he was awesome. Super nice guy. Rode like the whole ride with them. It was like eight guys. What about like people you've raced? Most famous people I've raced. I don't know. Are I mean, we talking I'm like st- in, in the just, endurance I'm, yeah. world? I'm striking out and I'm just I like, raced <laughs> I raced a Ben Canute one year oh, did years you? ago. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Years and years ago. Yeah. I've run with a whole bunch of Olympians and stuff like that. But Yeah. Yeah, who's who's the fastest runner you've ever run against? Uh, my teammate was really good. I ran with all the time at Alabama. He was like a thirteen ten guy, basically. That's quick. which was good. But I've run with like um, I think Meb Kaflesky, Khalid Kanuchi. There's a whole bunch of people that were kind of like back in the early two thousands and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I was just in the right place at the right time. There's a guy named Dan Brown who was like the top American for a little bit. Anyway, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, those, no, no. But still, no biking. Guys. But like yeah. biking. I don't have any good answers. I've I've ridden with this guy, Lance Hepler. He's just like, 
That I mean, guy's cool. He's a he's really, a, really that guy's a tool. He's a complete if mess. We're, he's a complete if we're talking mess, about he's guy guy who most people know, like at this table, Jake is actually I mean in I the know, region through oh, California up to the Pacific oh, uh-huh. Northwest. No, I'm being very serious. I yeah. mean, Oprah board member, like oh, that's I know. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. and also I was I was at some yeah. random thing and I was talking to this random guy and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I ride with the dial team and they're like, oh dialed they like new dialed new jake and then, then they were like jake von during and i was yep. like i just came from his house <laughs> and they were like whoa wow. i know i'm like yeah he's awesome i'm actually so. changed my answer to jake yeah <laughs> no ha <laughs> ha <laughs> all right i guess i will uh take the, the next hot seat um will we ever do video on this podcast and do people <laughs> really want to see us streamed Absolutely yes. Why? So I, don't know, dude. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I'm think, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, all right, Lance lost all that weight, and I, I found it. Um, I'm wearing a, <laughs> I'm wearing this immobilizer. I'm a, you know, turning into a pudgy little cat five or cat six. We guy get here. to see Jake's recovery over the next couple months. So that's the thing. We get to see that. The benefit of doing the live stream is that people, if, if, Interaction. if we set it up right, people yeah, can ask us and, right. and chime in. And my like stern belief is that like the people that listen to this podcast are part of the podcast. Like they are. Oh, yeah. Like I love chatting with someone and they're just <laughs> like, yeah, what's up with Lance's legs? You know, just like, or just something stupid like, you know, Lance Romance. You know, there's so many funny things. I just feel like the, the listeners are so much of a part of this podcast that if they... If, if we give them enough notice and say like, you know, you guys come in and you chime in, like we're going to read, we're going to read your comments on air because it's going to be a hell of a lot better than what we're talking <laughs> about, right? right? So like, they'll do a, a good job. Do you think that we need to change the time and the day that we record this? I mean, I don't think necessarily the day is yeah. a, a problem, but we typically record for those that don't know Mondays at noon and the show comes out on Wednesdays. So do you think that people are going to chime or tune in for their lunch hour and, and check it out or do you think we need to do something in the evening or probably do we need, need to make to it a monday evening, evening. sunday evening a, maybe i don't know sunday, sunday evening yeah. maybe sunday it's, evening. It, that would be i think we would get more live yep. viewers at sunday evening yep people but what we, do you think would you yeah, actually yeah, watch this absolutely. and when would well, when and what time <laughs> yeah well and we also have to make it work for our schedules which is you know to yeah. get four guys together you know with with busy families and busy you know, and, and Lance's world travels. It's it's, it's, a, Speak for yourself. it's always a. It's always I'm just crying in the corner when I'm not here. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Now, now me and Lance have the same amount of kids in our house. So, yeah. so <laughs> if you guys are listening out there, the the two best options that we can possibly throw at you are going to be uh, Mondays at noon or Sundays in the evening, probably like six or seven o'clock. I think yeah. those are the two times that we've typically done all of our shows with a couple of variances in mm-hmm. there. But um, those are the two mainstays. So let us know. I'd like to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Feedback. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, one of my college buddies, I, I just flew in from Vegas yesterday, and, and one of them was um, driving from Vegas back to, to the Salt Lake area. And about half of the drive, he calls me yeah. and says, what place did Evan take it at U.S. Nationals? Oh, right. Yes. That makes me happy. Yes. That makes me happy. It's like, that was the question is that, he so asked cool. me. Is that funny that my first thought after that race was, thank God I didn't suck so I don't have to go and tell Jake, Lance, and Matt how I sucked? <laughs> That's yeah. rad. Yeah, so. Yeah. And, and then he said, this is kind of cool. His name's Steve. Uh, and then he said, I got to say, 
I really did not want to like your podcast because he <laughs> likes to bike, but really sure. not that much. He goes, but gosh dang it, it's really good. <laughs> I liked listening to it. It's because we don't take uh, each other too seriously. That's yeah. You're not going to have to go back and listen to a bunch of the old ones. <laughs> yeah, because we do, we do refer back to podcasts yeah. before, and so it does help to go back and listen to stuff. But, you know, yeah. we try. I'll try to chime in and, like, give a little bit of Listen to it in preference. reverse order and just watch it devolve. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, really, yeah. It's really falling apart. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we had a ton of filler words in those first five. <laughs> <laughs> it makes for good drinking games, though, for those of you who partake. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's kick off one last thing, boys. Uh, Evan, you're going to go first this time. Um, one last thing. One last thing. You got my last race of the year coming up, first week of September. That is my last thing. Yeah. Where might that be? Santa Cruz, California. Ooh. Half Ironman. Oh. Yep. Might have to go down there and wrench for you. That no, sounds fun. Seriously, <laughs> if you want to, yeah. One arm wrench. All right. Matt, one last thing. Um... I, yeah, I don't have a lot of stuff to, to go through. Cross country season starting. Yep. Today is the first day of cross country season. Boom. Ooh. Oh yeah. My time is now allocated <laughs> to cross country. Ballpark is figure. It? How many kids are you coaching? Sorry, Lance. Um, oh my gosh. I should have counted today. There was an insane number of kids out there. I, I'm going to say a hundred and just, uh, wow. that's a, that's a guess. Program is, is that, so good. is that solid. like freshman to, to varsity? Holy God. Guys and girls, oh. freshman to <laughs> freshman to varsity. Yeah. Um, I coach them all. So. Yeah, I'm so glad that many kids want to run. Is it a bad omen that you got stung by a wasp at yeah. the end of cross country practice? First, first day of practice, I got stung by some little, sort of yellow jacket type thing. Little, little behind the scenes, uh, Jake's wife gave Matt a homeopathic little uh, concoction there yeah. for his wasp or yellow jacket. Yeah. Did that wasp? Work? I think it's yellow jacket. I think yellow it's yellow jacket. jacket. I don't know. I didn't even actually. I've heard see a lot it. of yellow jacket snakes <laughs> well, lately. I, I never even. I never jacket. saw it. I just saw their, his friends. You know, like uh-huh. swarming around. So I don't know for sure. Did it feel better? Oh yeah, I'm okay. ready to go. You know, punch with the the big dog. <laughs> okay. it, it stung me on my fist, so you know. So when I when I go into my the boxing haymaker. matches later, yeah, yeah, float like a butterfly, sting like a wasp, something like that, yeah, something like that, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so yeah, one last thing, cross country. Oh yeah, good luck this all season, the season, Matt. And every all time, Matt's kids. Do the kids listen to the podcast? Do they know that you are no. a podcast host? No, 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 no. That would be, <laughs> that would be very oh, bad I'm for sure. Oh, oh yeah, pass that along it's to gonna a get there. Yeah. Well, you Somebody's know, going to get wind of it. I know. And there's other this is, stuff. This too. is too it's long like, for the high school kids, though. No, they yeah. like need the Snapchat. We should do a Snapchat thing where it's like 20 <laughs> seconds <laughs> done. There you go. <laughs> well, they would not. They would not want to listen. They don't want to listen to me while I'm actually trying to coach them. <laughs> so they don't want to. They don't want to spend more time. More time listening, listening to you. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's so. fun. Lance, one last thing. Um, the only thing on my mind is cherish the time you spend with your kids (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna come to an end someday okay and you're gonna be curled up in the corner crying like a little girl so lance i i tell people this all the time it's like when i when when people tell me this i'm always like you need to tell me this every day okay it's like you know like every reminder every day every single time because it's so true where you're just like my family i just got out of the car with my kids we were in you know three hours of driving it's like I am so annoyed with my family. It's, <laughs> it's good to be reminded all the time that you need to remember all the good stuff. Yeah. So. Hey, try this on for size. Sappy pants Lance. Sappy, Sappy oh. pants Lance. Can we get that audio? Lance 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 he's going to say that. <laughs> I, my college buddies all called me no pants Lance all freaking oh weekend yes. long. Yes. Well, <laughs> so was that because know. you weren't wearing pants? Or we need, well, can we sell t-shirts <laughs> for that? Not. We should definitely sell t-shirts for that. <laughs> we should probably Hashtag. put pants on. Or cycling caps. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
My one last thing. Thank you to everybody who has been encouraging me. I, that has been keeping me from, honest to God, being a little bit depressed. And I never thought that I would slide down that slope, but I really appreciate everybody reaching out. And I really appreciate all the TV show and movie recommendations. Um, over the past weekend, I watched uh, Eat, Race, Win. Have you guys seen that on Amazon Prime? No. i got to watch that. You I need to get Amazon Prime. I really need to get Amazon awesome. Prime. I, everybody has Amazon Prime, and I've had it, and they I, I've just never watched their videos oh, and yeah. whatnot. And they've got all the movies and TV shows and all their stuff. Well, Apple TV finally got together with them and they have the app on Apple oh. TV, which is how we stream and oh, consume really? all of our stuff. So now okay. it's on Apple TV. Cool. I plugged in and I'm like, holy crap, look at this this new kingdom of, of all these TV I shows no and movies. Idea that there Perfect timing for yes. my injuries. It was beautiful. <laughs> so E-Race Win is a great uh, little uh, 10 part series. It's a, okay. it's a season of 10 shows and they basically follow the chef for the, um, oh crap, which team was it? Was it Etic Squistep? It's no, it was a, no, 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 no. It was a, um, oh. It's a professional cycling team. team. Yes, it's. I know the team. I'll come back to it in just a sec. But Movie anyway, star. she's yeah. the Lotto <laughs> Jumbo. No, it's the Australian team. The um. Oh. Oh, Dad. Did you Garmin Sharp. Data? They used no. to be Garmin Sharp. Um. No, no, no. They were never <laughs> Garmin Sharp. It. No, they were. Oh my God. Why <laughs> am I drawing a freaking blank? They right have now? the best YouTube channel too. Uh, oh their, their their bus drove underneath the the yes. overhang and yeah, got yeah. stuck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Lotto. No. No. Evan's gonna look it up right now and save the day. But um. Anyway, they have a chef and they basically follow her and her food selections on this you know, th- th- well, 3,000 mile epic journey that she takes in being there for the, the team to feed them dinner every single night. And um, like how she goes about choosing the food, why she chooses the food. And, all, and But during this, you're watching the race unfold and you're seeing all the guys come back in. So you're kind of like inside the race. You kind of have like a behind the scenes thing going on here. And it was really, it was quite interesting to watch. Wow. So Eat, Michelle and Scott, and Michelin they just got a Scott. new um, sponsor this year. It's it's Yates and Chavez's team, right? Yeah, and Simon Karens was on that team for a while. What were, right? what were they last year though? They were, oh, that's a good question. Like everybody's Green young. Edge. Yes, Green edge. Orca, Orca Green Edge. Orca Thank Orca you. Green edge, yeah. As everybody was listening in they're now, their yeah. podcast. They're now, they're now Mitchell and Scott. Damn it, it was them. Everyone was yelling on that. So yeah. anyway, that was a lot of fun. I watched the Iron Cowboy. Have you guys seen that one? Yes, I have. That uh, dude is straight nuts. I know that there was like, psychopath. Yeah. there was like, like things that were contested about, but just the sheer fact that he did what he yeah. did for 50 days and 50 states and, and 50 supposed Ironman is nuts. I mean, yeah. Ellipticals don't count, buddy. But um, no, anyway, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, there's I agree. some stuff where he like fell asleep on the bike and stuff like. I haven't he, seen he, yeah, he fell asleep and crashed. I, I followed his journey or whatever. It was it felt very media stuntish or whatever. It which, was, but it was still uh, that stuff. It was still in, in, it was still fun to watch and see oh, him yeah. kind of overcome it. I know it was a big stunt, but uh, at the end of the day, he raised it wasn't a million dollars, seventy five thousand dollars for you know the this children's obesity project thing that was yeah. going on it was kind of neat it so. was a it was a good showing for sure i mean that's yeah. a lot of work it's yeah. a, that's a lot of volume so tiring well oh he fell asleep on the bike god yeah yeah he's got some awesome kids though i dig his kids those kids were fun so. i would just <laughs> love to see what he was eating the whole time i would eat, eat enough so yeah. much and then the last one i watched um i hadn't seen it somehow was the stop at nothing that lance armstrong yep. story so that was yep. another oh, good yeah. one that's one of my favorites and then mm-hmm. my last one sorry i'm rambling on here you guys rambled on no, 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 you're, you're backpedal <laughs> um there is a show on there and i think it was done on usa network but it's on amazon it's uh suits have you guys ever seen that oh uh, yeah i've heard a lot of people oh talk my god i binged on that i think i've watched seven seasons now yeah. it's like nice. 20 shows each i've seen all of like my wife and i we sit down at night and just go through like three or four i love it i don't do much else so that's yeah, a good binge, watch binge. Binge. Watch too. So. Yeah. All right. So keep keep the shows coming for Jake. 
we're yeah. all cheering for recovery. <laughs> Everybody keep totally. on sending positive stuff. Well, and also, I mean, before you know it, it'll be trainer trainer season. You yeah. know, if you guys, oh, do we'll trainers, be getting dropped right? by. I mean, it'll yeah. be before we know we're going to be getting uh, dropped no. by Jake again. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just going to get fat this winter. I'll give it back to Lance. I'll give it back. I'm just holding on to it right now. It's like entropy. Energy's neither gain nor loss. I was transferred between Jake and Lance. I was I was talking about this like this table has to have a certain balance to it. So we've got to make sure as anybody gets to race weight, somebody else is getting further away from race weight. We're just adjusting properly Absolutely. so <laughs> yeah life good stuff there it is for you Evan. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the buzzer uh, at the buzzer all right everybody hey check us out on facebook at uh dial podcast check us out on the instagrams at dial podcast um you can email us any of our first names jake evan matt lance at dialpodcast.com and please check out matt legrand's youtube channel he's Do putting it. out a great video if yep. not to please. every single week and they are awesome please just Please just like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just like the video. Even if you don't like the videos, just yeah. like the video. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just search Matt Legrand, L E G R A N D, and he's not that singer dude. He's the other guy that does triathlon. Oh, stuff. that singer guy's awesome. <laughs> is he? There's a, there's a, okay, so this, this is what people really want to know. There's a Matt Legrand on YouTube who's like boy band singer guy. He is hysterical my wife loves it he, and i was like turns out there's another guy and he's like always like dancing on the beach with his shirt off so does he have more likes than you oh views yeah. than you oh yeah by a lot he's i was like, yelling at I mean, him though yeah he's, get off my youtube's matt legrand exactly, i want the other matt yeah. legrand so yeah. he's big time well can continue to share those because those are fun so yeah all right boys all right it was fun thank you it's always back. a good time thanks boys thanks for listening bye for now